brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbradio.com. Hey y'all, welcome to Necessary Roughness. This is Eric E. Will Williams alongside C.J. Cobb. Big swag. Oh, little swag. Dario, the Kingpin Morrow from the Outlaws Radio Show. I like that. I like what y'all just did there. Big swag and little swag. You know, we, you like know what? A, me and CJ, we might, you know, he might pick on me because he's a bully and he's bigger and taller. <laughs> but we, we, we hit that camaraderie a lot. I think that would be a good, like, reality TV show. Big swag and little swag. <laughs> that sounds so corny. <laughs> so corny. So bad. Yeah, and I, I hate I, reality TV. But you know everybody would watch that, right? They would. So then we, <laughs> what we would do, though, is we'd call it unreality TV. No, you know what I just thought of? It's almost perfect. I'll be Danny DeVito. You be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Twins too, baby. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, unfortunately, we're missing Christy Maggard tonight. But shout out to her and her daughter, Emma, having her final baseball game of the season. Go, Emma. Go, good Emma. Good luck. Go, go Emma, and you better win. Well, after, <laughs> after this, she, it, it'll probably be over. Yeah, I think this is the last game. Well, but been. still, yeah. shout out to her. Shout and, you out know, to her. It's all right, Christy. We miss you. We love you. Uh, no love lost. You know, we told you. Family comes first around here at FCB. You know how we do. But you should have been here. No, <laughs> Shut up. I'm just kidding, Christy. I'm just I got kidding. your back, Christy. I'm just kidding. But it is guys' night. Yay, yay. Hey, yay. Guys' but you night know what's really right. wa- Who weird? brought the beer? I was going to say, that's what's really weird about that. We knew it was guys' night. Nobody brought any alcohol. And that's, you, that's rare for us. Very rare. <laughs> Didn't even think about it. Man. I'm sad now. <laughs> I, I need some alcohol in my life right about now. You're sad. I'm disappointed. Darville's probably just frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, he can I'm just lost. go to the bar after we leave. He, uh, well, that never mind. I'm not him, put him, him having there. him connections. I'm not, I'm not going to put your business out there. <laughs> well, what business was you about to put out there? No, I was just going to say that you enjoy a little taste every now and again. <laughs> him like him libations. But, but, I mean, it's just more so of now than, again, you know, it's, just, <laughs> it's always now. Everybody on this network, except for Khalid Namara of the Todd Allen Show, are all habitual drinkers. And I am the resident out. Who are you calling the habitch? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Got the ooh. That was that was good though. That was good. I give you that one. <laughs> so obviously this is our first episode after the fourth of July. So hopefully everybody had a nice, safe holiday out there. All of our listeners hope. Everybody uh, still has all their the fingers. The same amount of fingers yeah. as they did before. Uh, unlike yeah. uh, JPP. I, I hope everybody's Ooh. family who came to the cookout brought a plate. You and know, it every, was seasoned, Joe. So, somebody, you got to bring a plate. If you come into the house for the cookout, you got to bring something. Or exactly. you got to help set up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But usually facts. both. But, but, <laughs> but I just mentioned this a second ago, and, yeah. and I'm really going to put my business out there. Darvio, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this off air. Oh, boy. 
So for those of those our listeners out there that don't know, I have a new babe. I have a girl. Oh, shout yeah. out to her. We getting real. Personal. We getting real personal. Okay, okay. Man, I hope she listens. To this I'm episode. gonna tell her to listen to this because I'm gonna get beat up for this. Method, method, method. I'm gonna need y'all cool. <laughs> to no. You know I can't do all that. I, I'm just. I need some 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 help, y'all. I got a basic white girl. <laughs> she is going to kill you. She admitted Ooh. to the fact that she don't season her chicken. Oh. I'm oh. like, you going to learn to like flavor. Hold on. I'm cooking the chicken from here on out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, may be, I may be white, but I seasons my chicken. Dar- Darvio, let, let, us, let us right now, dear God, let yes, us, Lord. Let us <laughs> lay hands Pray upon me, this brother. Lay hands yes. upon this brother yes, as we Lord. continue That's a big right now hand. in prayer. Watch your mouth while I'm talking to the Lord. <laughs> as we continue in prayer Sorry, right now for, for E-Will's Bay. Yes. Spiceless, seasonless, <laughs> just don't know how to take care of a good piece of chicken. Yes, Lord. And we're going to ask that God, God, that God puts it in her heart. Yes, Lord. And teaches her how to properly, properly cook that raw chicken. Season and cook <laughs> that chicken. Amen. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, now, Deacon, close the sanctuary doors. We're going to start again with the 45th collection plate of the evening. <laughs> pass it around. I think around. that was the first one necessary. <laughs> I think that might have been the first on FCV. On FCV? <laughs> we got our first on-air prayer, prayer. about some unseasoned chicken. We've, we've needed it way before today. Yes, anyway. we need holy water. <laughs> Shout out to her, though. I will I will say this. Now, it's it's rel- you've known her for a while, but it's... It's still, it's still, y'all still in the honeymoon phase. Let, let's throw it out there. We've known each other for about 10 years. Right. Almost dated like eight years ago. Right. Fast forward and now it's finally happening. Right. But I will say this. So I don't, so obviously we don't know. We don't know everything yet. Everything hasn't come out yet. Because, you know, sometimes women like to get a little crazy. But as far as what I see right now, I, I approve. I like her. I like her. I think she's cool. And I do think she cares about you. So. Right. Oh. This went from being necessary roughness sports talk show to like Maury. <laughs> Mori uh, is a little more uh, dramatic yeah. and tawdry. I think I think this is like a Steve Harvey segment. Yeah, there you know, you go. or like about, a sit on love. my couch and tell me all your problems session. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm I'm just really so just, shout out to her. I'm like okay. Yeah, she's a sweetheart, y'all. You know, y'all will wind up seeing pictures at some point. That's how you save it. Could save. Could save. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now I do know this though. I hope she does Uh-oh. listen to this episode because I know that early on when y'all first started kicking it, she did not want you to bring her up on the radio. Oh, yeah, you know what? That's different. I'm about to text her when we're in between sex and be like, guess what? You just got talked about. <laughs> For like five minutes. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so no, so uh let, let's go around the room. CJ, how was your fourth of July? What did you do? Uh did you have fun, you know? So yeah, did you eat seasoned chicken. I did eat seasoned chicken. Shout out to my boy Corey Howard, also one of my former teammates, also uh, who's going to be at this uh, charity golf event this Thursday alongside me and some other former Gladiators players. Where is it at? Uh, this is in. You just put me on the spot. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think it was. It's you in. Gonna plug something. You got to be ready. Like Med- Medina County. Okay. I want to say is where it uh, is. I'm surprised uh, you didn't try to say Medina or something. <laughs> I would hope he's been in, in Northeast Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Watch watch yourself, man. Watch yourself. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Let me see the golf course. Uh, Gene Hickerson Memorial Golf Outing is there what it's go. called. Uh, and it's the Cleveland Touchdown Club Charities, Inc. Awesome. Uh, That's dope. Yeah, so I've never golfed before in my life. So you got your clubs already. I, I did buy some clubs today, you know, so I feel real adult. Real, real <laughs> professional, real professional right professional. now. But, uh, but yeah, my boy Corey, he he grilled out at his house uh, on the grill that I helped him build. So awesome. had to but, get some credit. Yeah, had had to get my own credit on there. Uh, <laughs> and he and he threw down. He threw down. Uh, he had steaks, chicken. Uh, I brought. I brought. It was definitely seasoned. Definitely seasoned to perfection. <laughs> Chef Sizzle, uh, and had some brats. You know, sausages, all that good stuff. Burgers. Okay. Uh, but then. Uh, after the 4th of July, we go into the weekend, which was my cousin Jason Wansley's birthday slash bachelor party weekend. So shout out to Jason Wansley, Jarrett Wansley, Justin Wansley, uh, every, uh, <laughs> I forgot everybody else, Ray, <laughs> Demetrius, Chris, uh, everybody was there, Devin, 
Everybody that came out that we uh, this weekend, we were in D.C. Yeah, I saw and a couple of your, uh, your videos. videos. Yeah, man. Was, you was balling, huh? Oh. First on the time? airplane by yourself, hey, yeah, You know, hashtag, hashtag Bow Wow Challenge. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like to say I was balling and I bought out the whole plane. But, right. no, we were just in between transfers and everybody. It was only 30 people on the plane anyway. And it was like 130 passenger plane. Right. So, I was the only one that had to stay on the plane because I was continuing on that plane to D.C., so I just laid down. How was the leg room? Oh, leg room was immaculate. Really? And I was sitting in the exit row. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It was like a penthouse suite in the air. I don't don't even know how to describe it. But uh, that was all good. We had a lot of fun. We, uh, We ran the city in D.C., I mean, we went all over the place. DC is a fun place. We stayed up till five a.m. Yeah. Five a.m. Friday and Saturday. Didn't wake up till like three. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you stayed up past your bedtime, old man. I'm not too old to put my foot straight up your backside, boy. <laughs> Watch yourself. But yeah, so Fourth of July and, and the weekend that followed was awesome. And congrats again to Jason, who will be tying the knot this August. Uh, I think it's the 28th. Don't don't get mad at Probably me. Probably the twenty fifth. Is it a Saturday? You, it might be. Look out! I got I got to look it up again. Look at the congratulations the to the shout outs. I mean, when it comes to weddings, man, I'm, I'm always torn. I don't know if I should say congratulations or I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just go ahead and since it's your boy, I'll say congratulations. There you go. If the wifey hears it, sorry, sorry. No, no. sorry, Christina. Sorry, Christina. Don't put him in dog. You just called a name. Oh, my bad. Not <laughs> not not her. <laughs> Shaniqua Tamika Don't say that then he, Cheyenne You're really gonna get in trouble Yeah that's true. It's like where are, you, where are you getting all these names Mama from? number five Like I promise I promise you We're just making this up Yes uh, Anyways Darvio How was your 4th of July? Uh, it was cool man It was laid back Like it My whole 4th week Was dope Because We were all on vacation Yeah we and were And I got to enjoy We do 10 shows here a week I got to enjoy, plus the music and everything else. I got to enjoy an entire week off. Speaking of music, yeah. didn't didn't uh, we do something? Well, I don't know <laughs> what you mean by we. It sounds but so no. Fake. <laughs> All right, look, so man. fake. Speaking of that, right? Didn't we per se happen to? <laughs> I mean, incorporate each so, other in something that we did. I mean, yeah, so no, wait, wait, CJ, last... how are you doing this? Because me and you were incorporated in on this, <laughs> so you should be taking some credit for this right now. I mean, Mr. Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, let me get back so I can just like plug it at this point. Um, So, yeah, my week was cool. I had the week off of the radio. But on Tuesday, uh, we were in the music studio uh, as I was working on my project called The Journal that's coming out. Uh, Friday, July 26th, by the way, at all major retailers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm dropping my mixtape, Fat Boy Sandwich. uh (laughs) July 2042. <laughs> Make sure you, you cop that. It's going to take you that long to get the rhymes together. And I'm dropping that peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. I think somebody else did that already. I don't care. <laughs> it's not an album. But, yeah, so uh, my two brothers over here, they did contribute to the project. Um, E-Will is going to be on a song. I'm not going to tell you anything about the song. I'm not even going to tell you the name. You'll see. You'll see his name in the credit when the song comes out. Um, By the way, this was my first time doing something in, what, eight years? Yep. Had you ever recorded, like, officially even before that? Like, when you were, like, doing it full time? Like, what do you mean? Like, when you were doing music. Like, did you ever go and make a song? I mean, yeah, I featured on a couple tracks. On a couple tracks, okay. Which kind of like I did with yours. Right. Yeah, I was curious about that. But, yeah, so... Uh, he's in other words, there. he's saying because I was butt when we went in the studio the other day. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. He I did not, it. No. I did not say that at all. Um, but yeah, y'all are going to like it. Uh, also, CJ did a very funny character um, that if y'all like it, it's probably going to become a recurring character. As a matter of fact, I just had this thought right on the air. Maybe his character needs to have its own comedy album. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, we're all coming up with ideas here. I just might have a surprise coming too, huh? Right. I mean, well, that's the point. When you know this FCB, we own a lot of stuff, so it's we can no, use look, it. Hey, look, y'all. That was him being humble there. It's not we. It's he. <laughs> I like how you tried to pull that one off over there. Well, you know that's how I that's how I operate. So it has. So everybody 
on all parts of the company have access to the things that we got. Yeah, so don't come running up to me asking me. I heard you own a whole bunch of stuff over there at that station. <laughs> I ain't got no what's, money. What's up, man? Let me hold something. Nah, nah. You can oh. hold this lint in my pocket, though. <laughs> you can hold this. <clears throat> um. Right, there you go. So, yeah, so so his character, you guys are going to love his character. And I think, I think that may not be a bad comedy album. If that comes to fruition, I'm telling you right now, just knowing the type of guy he is, that uh-huh. character, the price is going up. <laughs> I'm talking about yes. the price is way, Y'all way up. Y'all going to have to hear it to understand it. <laughs> so, yes, July 26th, uh, The Journal by myself and a bunch of my friends on uh, FCB Records. It'll be out on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Tidal, all of the major iHeartRadio all that good stuff. So make sure y'all check that out. Go get that, man. Stop hating. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my, my uh, time off was pretty cool. You know, I went over to a certain person's house that I normally don't associate with, namely my biological father. Uh, went and kicked it with some family that I'm still cool with on his side. You know, like, That's what's up. Yeah, good, so that was good, cool. Uh, got to have fun with, you know, me and Bay with the unseasoned chicken. Um... <laughs> she's going to kill you. Oh yeah, I'm texting her right now, and she's like, "What did you say?" Like, <laughs> she's gonna if, have to wait. If I am no longer alive next week when we record Necessary Roughness, all our listeners out there, her name is blank. <laughs> insert, insert name here. Uh, so we got to we took our uh, her two kids, one of my children. You know, we got to swim. They got to play with, glow, you know, the sparklers and glow sticks. And there was a lot of good food um, that was seasoned because um, <laughs> she wasn't cooking. They were grilling it. Dang. Um, oh, man, gosh. I'm going to be in the doghouse for this one. Uh, but she does cook. But anyways, we got, you know, I got to blow stuff up. That was cool. That's awesome. But the best part of my week was, obviously, I'm not going to say where I work at just for professional reasons, but I did receive a promotion at my job this week. Give me a dollar. And I will wind up becoming a supervisor now. There you go. Give me a dollar. And my favorite part of that is I'll be able to dress up in a suit every day. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. That that my first (laughs) night is is, is a Saturday night, Darvio. I want you to make an appearance at uh, at my job because I'm going to be dripping. Okay. Whoa. That, that could Whoa. possibly came through, came through dripping. Yeah. <laughs> drip, drip. All right. We got to go to break. We'll be back here on Necessary Roughness. Hey, everybody. This is Christy Maggard from Necessary Roughness coming at you. People love Netflix. I know my family and I were addicted to it, but for some reason, it might not be in their budget. And for others, they're paying for both Netflix and the data to watch it. Now you don't have to. With T Mobile, you get unlimited data with Netflix included for the whole family. Me as a couponer, that is huge, which means you can watch thousands of shows and movies wherever you want, anytime you want, on any device that you want. Huge! With summer around the corner and everybody using phones and tablets all the time, this is awesome. And you can do it all without paying more. Wherever you want to watch, T-Mobile has you covered. Only at T-Mobile, you can get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included. And right now, buy a Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits. So you and your family can binge all the Netflix and all your favorites all you want on any device you want. Visit a T-Mobile store today or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. Unlimited data on their network, video streams at 480p, small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel, balances due. Well-qualified customers, full price, $720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure you go follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. You know. And while you're at it, go download that FCBRadio.com app where you can check out all the shows here on FCB Radio Network. Like, shout out to the Jeff Brown Show starting their new Wednesdays, Happy People Wednesdays. That's right. Happy People. Make sure y'all come out and kick it at the Rock 21 Grill starting at 5 p.m. Every Wednesday, happy hour from 5 to 8. Great discount. Sidebar before I finish that plug. You're welcome, Jeff Brown. That was my idea. Darvio didn't tell me to do that. Back to your regularly <laughs> scheduled plug. You can also check out the Todd Allen Show. Obviously, Necessary Roughness Radio. Views from the 216, the Outlaws Radio Show. And if you like your uh, 80s and 90s hip-hop, you can check out The Vibe. Oh, yeah. It's The Vibe by FCB. And check out Uptown, which plays at R&B. So, with that being said... 
Uh, after you get all that done, check us out. I screwed that up. Brain fart. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where I was going with that, y'all. I don't either. But we're rolling. I'm just rolling with it. Um, While we were out, (laughs) I I, I really, I need you, Christy. Where are you? (laughs) I need the woman to balance me out. Anyways, so while we were out, the biggest thing in the sports world that we um, in the universe missed LeBron James. Just hold on. Pause, please. What is the video game now? Yes. (laughs) Uh, You're not introducing what we're going to talk about with that bleep. Bleep, 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 bleep. Oh. So how are you going to do it? I'm going to say we missed the open of NBA free agency. Because he ain't the only one that went, went somewhere else, all right? You are petty. I am petty. I don't care. <laughs> take, his, take his buttocks. Look, I'm trying not to curse right now. Go, go ahead and go out to L.A. You're dumb. You're dumb. Personal reasons, business reasons, all right. You, you're smart. You're a smart businessman. But basketball decision, basketball-wise, you're dumb. You're dumb. So I guess is that where we're starting? With That's where we're starting. All right, go go ahead, CJ, because I'll I'll wait. Go I, ahead. I hear a lot of hate coming from you right now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dumb. Just a lot of hate. Mm, mm. You're going from Cleveland to Cleveland. Come on now. <laughs> look, look, but here, here's funny. Here's what it's I've, true. He basketball wise, he's going from a young and experienced team to a young inexperienced team. Okay. Mm. Okay. Go so, ahead, CJ. So yes, I'll yes, wait. Basketball wise, it wasn't the best move. Don't. But, you know, LeBron James is a businessman. He is a businessman. Where he goes, economy seems to boom. So, he has, what, a production company in L.A. I think he has two houses in L.A. Uh, you hear it through, I heard through the grapevine that his wife loves L.A. So, you know what they yeah, say. I've heard, I've happy wife makes for a happy life. life. Happy life. Yeah, I've heard so, that I mean, his kids, obviously, they're going to school in L.A. They obviously like the school. I so. don't understand. Hold on. Before you move on to the kids. All that money that man makes just off of endorsements. How can she not be happy regardless of where they're at? This might be a different kind of environment. Make, if, man, if it don't Go make ahead. money, keep, it don't make sense. Keep going. It's a different type of environment. I mean, you got you know how many people always just want to go to L.A.? L.A. just in itself has this draw to it that everybody wants to go go out there. It's Hollywood. You know, it's it's California. It's sunshine. It's uh, free thinkers, it's uh, open-minded people out there, and that's what draws people to L.A. and to California. So business-wise, he's going to make a lot of money already off the basketball, but think of how many other business ventures now that he is in L.A. that he can build up or or make even better and that he can associate himself with. So, I mean, he's just putting himself in a best position for him and his family. Uh, and, I, and I can't fault moment. that man for it. Like... Well, it just burns me. And, yeah, I'm being emotional. I'm coming in from a Cleveland fan. I had a feeling he was leaving anyways. All right, cool, whatever. Like, it is what it is. But we all know, well, not all, the the three of us in this room and Christy, no one saw how emotional I was when it was announced in our group text. Yeah, we did. Yeah. (laughs) Big time. Yes. Someone was big mad. Big mad. Big mad. (laughs) Real big mad. At a certain person. Yeah. I, yep. I thought I was going to have to drive to each of your houses and, and like, separate you two from your phone. <laughs> from the phone? Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think that was actually the first time me and Darvio actually kind of were going at each other. And, uh, and I wouldn't even call it a debate. We were arguing. We were full-fledged arguing. Yeah, we were arguing. And I mean, that, it's it, it's whatever. I mean, that's that's what, what sports does to us, right? It doesn't. It didn't really matter. Like it you was. I mean? It wasn't like we were mad at each other. We were we were mad at each other's viewpoints on the situation. Right. So now let me give my viewpoints on the situation. Go ahead. Since so, I'm so flustered, I can't get mine out. Let me. All right. So let me deal with the business aspect first. I've heard that argument, and I understand that argument. But let me take a couple minutes to explain why that argument, in my opinion, is BS. First of all, LeBron James is a superstar already. He would be a superstar in Milwaukee. He would be a superstar in Minnesota. In Utah. In Utah. You know what I'm saying? He is already a superstar. That's number one. Number two, let's talk about this production company that he has, right? It's actually less expensive to make movies and television in Ohio than in California. Because of the tax credit that we have, the film tax credit, which is currently at $40 million and it's uh, going through the legislator to get changed, to get bumped up to $100 million a year, which when that happens, that's on the level of Georgia. 
So, and we've all seen what has happened in the last 10 years in Atlanta. Black Hollywood. Right. So, to me, that doesn't make, that argument doesn't hold water. Just And just from the perspective of, some, of being somebody who does run a business in the entertainment industry and understands that aspect of it, that really doesn't make sense because I look at a guy who is a superstar already. So, it's not someone that's like, I got to go to L.A. to build my name. He already got his name. He already has his businesses. And if we're just looking from a financial perspective, shooting, as, as we know, there's been a lot of movies that have shot here in Cleveland. There's been commercials. There's been all these things. Why do they come here? Most of these companies are based in L.A. Why do they shoot here? They shoot here because it's cheaper to shoot here. You know what I'm saying? That's why they come here. So, so in that sense, though. From that, so it, from that business aspect, that doesn't make sense to me either. But my question is, what you're talking about there is, all right, yeah, he's saving more money by staying in Cleveland from the production aspect, but isn't he making more by going to L.A. for all the different opportunities that's out there than not not, necess- not necessarily because, number one, it's more expensive to do. It, the cost of business is more expensive out yeah, there. The cost of living is more expensive. The cost of everything is more so expensive. So that brings me to the thing that burns my buttocks. I'm really trying not to cuss here. He never, for Cleveland, Gave what he gave to L.A. I'll address that, too. I'll address that. How are you going to leave a city that puts you on a pedestal? You are the king. I'm sorry, but you're not going to L.A. You're not going to be the king out there. No, they're At already all. they're already vandalizing. You're van- they're, they're, right. Like, my, I'm, I'm sorry. You're, you're not even going to be a top five Laker, in my opinion. I don't care. You're not top five. Never will be. You, the, the Jordan and the LeBron debate has officially ended. I agree with that. I don't ever want to hear somebody try to compare them to because Jordan never had to do the things that LeBron has been doing to try to chase these rings, chase his money, do what he's done to teams but here's to thing, put them in ruins to get to what but, he but wants. But here's the thing that doesn't even make sense. I can't even call it chasing a ring. He's not winning the championship in L.A. this year. Right. But he may not even win it next year. What I was trying to get at, you know he I mean? never gave Cleveland – the three he, years. he took less money and gave them more years. And How, Sway? Why, Sway? <laughs> and so I'm like this. So this is why, like, the business argument, I don't buy that because of who he is, because of, of where he could do. They've already did, like, the, the, the show that they did on CNBC, the Cleveland Hustle show. That was shot here. So I don't buy that. I think that's just spin. Yeah, well, I mean, they can still they can still meet somebody in L.A. and then still shoot. They don't have to shoot in L.A. They can always shoot wherever they want to go. They can shoot wherever they want to go. Right. And this is what a lot of these companies that are based in L.A. are doing. They're going to the highest bidder based on the taxes because because that's another thing. California taxes are absolutely ridiculous. Mm. So they're trying to get out of there and go to different places. So that argument, I don't understand. On the, on the basketball aspect, I'm in complete agreement with Eric. I think it's – I think – it makes no – as of right now, unless there's a plan in place that we don't know about, this makes no basketball sense whatsoever. You're going to the West, number one. Number two, you're going to a team that's not very good. And not only are you in the same conference as the Warriors, you're in the same division. So you're going to play them a lot. And – you're going to have to face them earlier than you would if you were still in the East. So my conclusion, when I look at all of the arguments and all of the things that have been put out there about why he left, my conclusion is he just wanted to go to L.A., period. There's no rhyme or reason to me. There's no rhyme or reason for it. There's no – the business stuff I think is BS. The basketball situation makes no sense. I just think he wants he wanted to be in L.A. The only other argument that I've heard that, made, that makes any sense, that makes any sense about his move is the fact that I've heard that he wants to be the first player to win a championship with three different teams. Now – I do know he cares about his legacy. I do know that he he chases records and stuff like that. That's believable to me. But that's the only thing that I've heard that makes that makes sense to me. And for you conspiracy theorists out there, I'm a buster bubble right now. I've heard the most asinine prediction ever in the sense, oh, LeBron took the four-year deal, three years with the player option for the fourth year because he wants to – have his son graduate high school and then somehow get his son drafted by the Cavaliers 
come back to the Cavaliers on a one or two year deal so he can play with his son for their hometown team and then retire as a Cav and then buy the team from Dan Gilbert. That is the most complex. Like, dude, you when you came up with that idea, you had nothing better to do with your life. Right. I do believe that he's probably going to try to make an attempt to retire here. I do believe that. I, I but all that other stuff, that. yeah, it's like, come on. Like, we're going to, all right, we're going to move this around. Because let's say, what happens if the Cavaliers, and we'll get into that a little bit later, what happens if the Cavaliers don't stink like everybody thinks they will? And LeBron Jr. comes into the draft. He's going to be a high draft pick. They won't be able to get him anyway. If they're if they're not horrible, so yeah, no, I don't buy that either. I do believe that it's it's possible that he plays the three years there, opts out of the contract, comes back to Cleveland, plays a year and retire. I I, I do believe that's possible, but all that other stuff, I agree with you. Maybe, and here's here's a far out thought. You know, maybe everybody says how the East is is weaker than the West, and how nobody can topple the great Golden State Monstars out there. <laughs> Maybe LeBron says, you know what? Hold my beer. I'm up for the challenge. I'll go to the West. Since y'all say that it's easy in the East, I'll go to the West, take a team that's much like the last team I came from, and I will beat the Golden State Warriors. I will beat the Houston Rockets and win the West and win the championship. That's I mean, very possible. That's very possible. That he thinks that. I don't think it's possible that it's going to happen, <laughs> but I think it's possible that he thinks that. I mean, it, it, that's, that's, that was kind of my far out so all right well stay tuned we're going to well let me let me rephrase this i am going to in the next segment try to not butcher christie's the rundown (laughs) i'm gonna do it this week and stay tuned because later on in the fourth segment we may jump back into some more basketball talk so we'll be back here on necessary roughness hey everybody this is your man jeff brown from the jeff brown show listen Happy People Wednesday. I need you to come out and hang out with me every Wednesday down at Rock 21 Grill in downtown Cleveland. That's right, 1425 East 21st Street. Meet me there featuring the hottest DJ in the city, DJ Ellery, as he be on the ones and twos. That's right, 5 p.m. Meet me at Rock 21 Grill. It's going to be good vibes with great people. It's Happy People Wednesdays presented by the Jeff Brown Show. See you there. Peace. Yo, this is Darvio the Kingpin Morrow, and I want you to check out my brand new song called Trust Me featuring Madeline Hayes. Cause he out doing what he do And I'm out doing what I do But still thinking about you How did we get caught up in this shit? Been knowing each other forever And it's never been like telling this me just, You wanna chill for a minute And see if we can put this thing back together When we finish just Get Trust Me Now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora And all other major digital outlets From FCB Records, The Orchard, and Sony Music Entertainment Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. (laughs) Once again, this is Eric E. Will Williams alongside Darvio the Kingpin Marvel from the Outlaws Radio Show. (laughs) Fake no-look pass? Yeah, because I wanted to switch it up because I'm I'm missing Christy, man. I keep looking over her seat because you all know I always do her, like, introduce her second. It's always Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard, and it keeps throwing me off that... I can't throw it to her. You were ruining guys' night, man. Let's shape up or ship out right well, now. No, y'all didn't bring the alcohol, so y'all ruined oh, it. Oh, now it's our fault. Right. Oh, this is what the look, captain does. He, look, I might have got a promotion, but I ain't getting that paycheck he yet. He tries to shift blame on everybody else. Right. <laughs> For his shortcomings. I like what you did there. You see that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, I'm alongside Clint Cobb. Oh, now you're hating. And, uh... <laughs> And Dario the Kingpin Morrow. <laughs> yeah, he's just being petty. You know point. it. Um, so this is the segment that Christy is the stupor, stupor, wow. superstar wow. of the show. She is what makes us who we are. It is the rundown. I'm going to attempt to pull it off this week uh, because it's easy and it's typed out. Unlike it was for CJ in <laughs> yeah, the green oh, pen. What a coincidence. Now <laughs> he's going to do it when it's typed out and nice and laid out for him. But. You know it. Yeah. Whatever. Easy way out. That's racism. <laughs> what? 
That's right. Let Look, me just because I'm doing Christie's segment doesn't mean you can hit me with the darky comments. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me call the NAACP. I got them on speed. I thought dog. he was about to say NCAA, bro. I you did too at first. How long? <laughs> I did too at first. Shut up. <laughs> Hello. Jesse. All right, let's get this started. Jesse Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm here with the- <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Come here, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> all 12 Thai boys and coach rescued from cave. After 18 days, all 13, 12 players and a coach, members of the Wild Boars soccer team have been rescued after being trapped two and a half miles into a cave in Thailand. All right. The rescue awesome. was completed by Thai Navy SEALs with one SEAL fatality. A few of the boys wow. have some minor medical issues, but overall the team and their coach are well. That's like, awesome. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was following, like, a little bit here and there, like, the headlines. But I didn't actually, like, delve into this story. Yeah, I, I didn't either, to be honest. Why in the hell were they two and a half miles into a cave? That sh- straight sounds like some white people-ish. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad it was the white guy that said it. Because if me, me or CJ said it, it would have sounded racist. I mean, weren't they Thai, though? Weren't they... I don't oh, like Thai natives. So, are you saying they're of Caucasian descent? No, I don't know what I don't know what that is. To be honest, like I'm so ignorant of this story. To be like, I heard about it. I, I heard that they, and I'm happy that they're safe. But I'm so ignorant. I'm of this ignorant story. too. Like I don't know. Like were, were they piping food down to them? Like how were they eating? Like how were they surviving? Like yeah, do you well, know? I know as far as uh, what the divers were doing. They're bringing them like oxygen. Tanks and stuff like that to to help keep them breathing and alive, and I I believe they were probably bringing them food too as they were trying to rescue them. But uh, I I kind of paid attention a little bit more once the uh, the Navy SEAL unfortunately lost his life uh, down there. Yeah, so yeah, shout was, out to his family. Yeah, too, that was bro. that was pretty pretty you know sad. And but uh, he's he's a true hero for what he did. Absolutely, he, he definitely put his life on the line and unfortunately paid that price to save those kids. And and it says something about his character and how he was brought up when he puts his life on the line for people he doesn't even know. Right. Uh, so, I mean, like you said, you know, many, many prayers and blessings to his family and our condolences here from Necessary Roughness. Right. Well, well said, sir. Um, sources are stating that um, the Houston Rockets have set their eyes on Carmelo Anthony after losing. Darvio, how do you say this guy's name? Luke, Luke Baumonte. Or to, Mote. Lo, uh, lost him to the Clippers on a one-year, $4.3 million deal. Wakanda forever, brother. The, <laughs> call me White Wolf. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this is a train wreck. Already. Okay, see, Thunder may opt uh, opt to waive and stretch Melo's $27.9 million salary, or he could be available after a trade and buyout. I'm sorry. I will be the first one to admit, even being from Cleveland, when LeBron, Wade, and Melo all came out in that same draft, I was actually a Melo fan more than I was a LeBron or a Wade fan. I appreciate your honesty in admitting that. I, I put it out there. The first jersey I bought of the three. First of all, no offense, CJ, to you and your Duval and, and, and Florida, Florida-ishness. <laughs> I never bought a D-Wade jersey. I've never had a Miami jersey ever. Never will. Um, They're ugly. They are. First of all, watch your mouth, um, both of you. But the first jersey I bought out of them three, so let's narrow it down to them two, was actually, as soon as he got drafted by the Denver Nuggets, uh, was Carmelo Anthony, the throwback baby blue with the um, the minors em- emblem. Mm-hmm. What? I'd say I do like those jerseys. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was my first ever jersey out of that draft. And so, but I will have to say that he is washed up. He, he's past his prime. He's he, he doesn't ball out like he used to, and the problem is he's a very selfish player. So it doesn't surprise me that they they're looking at maybe he might be the problem in OKC. Maybe yeah, that he doesn't he doesn't fit there because he wants to. Uh, he thinks he's still a superstar. He thinks and he, he has he's a superstar name, but he's not a superstar talent anymore. Right? He thinks he could still be the man, but sorry, bro, you need to make way for some of these younger cats who still got some in the tank, unlike you. Right. Mm. Shade. So I was that that was one thing when I heard that uh OKC wasn't gonna bring him back. I was wondering what went wrong, what was going on. Cause I and I didn't follow them that much, but I, I thought in the big ass paycheck. Like that's that's mainly the issue. Oh, uh, okay. And he doesn't want to come off the bench. Oh, okay. See now that that sounds like something that I can I can understand, I guess. Cause mm. like you said, Carmelo He's been the man for so long, 
in Denver, he was the man. In New York, he was the man. Uh, even when it seemed like he was starting to lose some of his you know, talent back then, he still was the go-to guy in the offense. So, mm-hmm. it, I understand. I don't understand why he feels still that he should be, you know, the guy. At some point, you got to understand that, okay, now it's time for me to pass that torch and kind of know my role and my position. Right. And that's how you age gracefully in the NBA. But, you know, some guys just got that ego. Absolutely. All right, Serena drops set, storms into Wimbledon semis. Serena Williams qualifies for semifinals at Wimbledon. She's set to face off against Angelique Kerber of Germany. Williams is one step closer to her 24th Grand Slam trophy. So, I mean, I, I mean, shout out to her, man. That's pretty dope. That's, that's a hell of an accomplishment, you know, to be that, you know, dominant, she, dominant in, a, in a sport, you know, and she does it against, doesn't she do it against men and women? I don't watch much tennis. I think it's just, just against just women, against women, but I don't watch much tennis either, so don't give me lines. She, right. she, it's just against women, but she could easily handle some men, probably. All probably. right, probably the NFLPA files grievance to fight anthem policy. The NFL Players Association stated that the new anthem policy infringes on players' rights and is inconsistent with the collective bargaining agreement, as the NFLPA was not consulted during the process in its non-injury grievance. The new policy states that players and personnel must stand on the sidelines or stay in the locker room during the national anthem, and anything else is quote-unquote detrimental conduct. If the grievance is not settled, it will go to a hearing in front of an arbiter. Although, as we know, grievances take a long time to be sorted out, as seen with Colin Kaepernick's collusion grievance. Darvio. So, I'm glad that the union stepped in. Um, they should have. I mean, what's the point in having a players' union if you're not going to represent the players? I do believe that this policy is grotesquely unfair, and I believe that it infringes on the players' uh, right to speak and think for themselves. Um, It's one thing, though, if this was collectively bargained. So, for example, in the NBA, the reason why you don't see players protesting or kneeling for the national anthem is because they are not allowed to. It is written in their contracts that have been collectively bargained on that this is what we do when the anthem is played. I'm I'm okay with that because the players had to agree to it, you know, and part of their labor agreement. In the NFL, you don't get to just arbitrarily say, hey, I'm going to make this uh, illegal for the players to do if that was not agreed upon by the players' union. So I'm I'm totally in favor of that. CJ? Yeah, agree. I agree with that. And uh, just side note, with the NBA, uh, even though they're not allowed to protest the anthem, they still are, you know, they find ways to Lock get their message. Stuff, yeah, they yeah. find ways to get their message out, like when uh, – uh, I think it was the Cavs wore the what hands up, don't shoot, or I can't breathe. I shirts. can't breathe. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so that's that's right there is a form of protest. Uh, as far as the NFL goes, man, uh, and I agree that the union should step in, and they did. So that's awesome by them. But one thing I did see the video of uh, who's it, Roger Goodell talking, and he said that you know they spoke to uh, a multitude of players mm-hmm. on on the issue, and they agreed to it. But yet here's the union now saying that they didn't agree to it. So somebody wasn't telling the truth or somebody was, fab, you know, fabricating their their whole side of the story. So, right. Well, we'll see how it pans out. Um, shout out to them. I agree also, you know, for them standing up and fighting back against the violation of this uh, new agreement. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the biggest story coming out right now is uh, Buffalo Bills running back LaShawn McCoy uh, denies allegations of violence and abuse. Buffalo Bills running back LaShawn McCoy took McCoy, sorry, took to his own Instagram account to deny recent allegations of domestic, uh, child, and animal abuse, plus the use of performance-enhancing drugs. McCoy said, For the record, the totally baseless and offensive claims made against me today on social media are completely false. Furthermore, I've, I have not had any con- direct contact with any of the people involved in months. The Bills are aware of all of the allegations, and McCoy is under investigation. The social media post and allegations come following a lawsuit against the woman suing her to exit exit the house McCoy owns. Man, so since we're kind of up against the break, uh, so if you guys get a chance, just kind of look this up. It's on Bleacher Report. It's on um, ESPN. It's You can find it anywhere. It's a big story right now. Just go look it up. I will uh, warn you, though, 
that the pictures of uh, said woman are very um, grotesque. It's very disgusting. Graphic. Graphic. Um, it's bad. And if LaShawn McCoy did this, man, like, I, I just, I, I'm at a loss of words, man. You, you've had a decent career, you know, thus far playing for the Eagles and the Bills, but you, I would lose all respect for you. You are no longer a man to me. Just looking at that woman, just whether it was you or whether you set it up, there's so much to read into it for y'all to understand the full scope of it. But go look it up. We don't really have much time to talk about it. So um, we all have obviously have very passionate uh, views on this, and we're all pretty much on the same page. So what I would like to do is yield my time to CJ before we go to break so that CJ can get out uh, what you think about this. Yeah, uh, and it's it's upsetting for me just because, you know, I, I come from that sport. Football is, is my thing. I love football. Um, and it one – you have to be careful with with things like the, like thing, with things like this because we don't know the full story yet. But like E will said, if this is true, if this is true, it's deplorable, it's despicable, it's downright disgusting. Uh, you should never ever put your hands on a woman. That's something I firmly believe, uh, and something I was raised and taught. Same here. So yeah, same. And, here and it, it's really upsetting to me that this keeps coming out in the NFL a lot. With some of these guys, I don't know what it is about uh, this sport sometimes. And I'm not just going to say it's just football players, but right now it's predominantly football players who keep getting called out on this. Because I don't know if it's some sort of, you know, guy complex where you think you just own this these women and you can just do whatever you want to them. And they're not going to say anything or they're not going to stand up or, or this isn't going to get out. But it needs to stop. Uh, also, in that in the Bleach report, it says something about you know he beating the animals and abusing uh, steroids. Now that and being overly aggressive with his son, right? For things as simple as wetting the bed, which all kids do. All kids do. So that's not something like if I had a son, I'm not going to beat my son for wetting the bed. Why? That's not that's that's not something that you beat a son for. You know, you don't. That's almost you, counterproductive, it, too. Exactly. You don't. You don't really beat your kids. You know, you. I got whoopings. I got spankings. I never really got beat as a yeah, child. I didn't get beat either. We got. We got discipline. So yeah, you got to be beat. careful with your words in that. Um, but it just it just doesn't make sense to me of why some of these guys feel the need to just show how macho they are on these women, and I'm telling you, and excuse my language, but hell's got a special place for people. That, that put their hands on women and beat them like this. Yeah. Because it makes no sense. And for me, I have two little sisters. And I know one thing. If anybody put their hands on my little sisters, then I call the police right now because I'm not going to be he's a big mother trucker. And you I'm don't not, I'm not going to be walking around the streets anymore. Because I'm I, getting scared I, just sitting next to him right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm the type of person that once the line is crossed and once I'm angry enough where I feel a point has to be made, that point needs to be made. Right. All right. And so, and so this, this subject right here really, really – irks me because one you're not supposed to be putting your hands on a woman two grow up three you're squandering a blessing and they're making the sport look bad you're making the sport look bad and you're squandering a blessing a lot of people in in positions of like myself who wanted to be in the nfl you know there's a lot of kids out there who aspire to be in the nfl that might not get the opportunity and you squander yours by by doing some dumb stuff like this it's just i i'm sorry i i I, I can't. I don't like it. It, just, it makes me. Upset. We we all share the same sentiments as you here in this room. Uh, but with that being said, we do gotta go to break. We'll be back here on Necessary Roughness. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy CJ King Cobb from Necessary Roughness Show. You know, people love Netflix, but for some, it isn't in their budget, and for others, they're paying for both Netflix and the data to watch it. Now they don't have to. With T-Mobile, you get unlimited data with Netflix included for the whole family which means you can all watch thousands of shows and movies, whatever you want, anytime you want, on any device you want, all without paying more. Whenever you want to watch, T-Mobile has you covered. Only at T-Mobile you can get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included. And right now, buy a Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits. So you and your family could binge watch all those shows you're too embarrassed to tell your friends you watch, all on your new phones. But that's okay. I promise I won't tell anybody. Visit a T-Mobile store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE today. Unlimited data on their network, video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel, balances due. Well-qualified customers. Full price, $720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply.
Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Once again, make sure you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. Why did you say that like you were rapping? Because I just had that urge. <laughs> I, it now, just, it just now came. he's in it. That's the air we need. <laughs> so now he's ready to go you know. at the end of the show. All right. Okay. Terrible. It was. <laughs> Anyways, once again, make sure you go download that FCBradio.com app where you can check out the Jeff Brown Show, the Todd Allen Show, Views from the 216, the Outlaws Radio Show, and Necessary Roughness Radio. And you can check out our two radio stations like Uptown, which plays R&B, and Vibe, which plays R&B and hip-hop, 90s style, baby. Hey, 80s and 90s hip-hop. All right, so we're going to get back to some... Uh, LeBron James. I call him Lebron. <laughs> I call him Lebanon. <laughs> I'm about to kick both of y'all in y'all shins and then run. I mean, that's about as high as your leg can go. So. <laughs> Not nah, surprised. I can kick at least high enough to, you know. To get there, no. Yeah. Keep it moving. This is the last segment. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, you got LeBron James. We're Just talking about boss. going out to L.A. Corny move. Like, all right, cool, whatever. He brought Cleveland's championship. So what? God, you're salty right now. And that is just blast. No, no. I, 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 shout out to the man. He did bring us our championship. That's know? all I cared about. I knew what I signed up for it, when I wanted him back. All right, cool. He got us a championship. Don't mean I still can't be upset that he left. Like, we're, we've been spoiled. Both times we had him, us as a city, as a fan base, as a team, we have been spoiled to be able to say we've had the best player in the league in our city, in our team, on our team. Helping in the local economy, you know. We haven't had that since Jim Brown. Like, when Jim Brown played for the Browns, he was the best player in the league. And that was in the 60s. And on our team, right. 50s and 60s, we whatever. We have had that since, since Jim Brown. And, and can I say this, too? It's, it's crazy to me because I didn't think he was going to leave simply because to be the man – in the city, especially the city that you grew up in. Now, I can understand wanting to leave home because that's what I did when I went to college. You know, mm. I just wanted to leave home because I was tired of being right there uh, at home and there's just so much going on. But So, of all places, why did you pick Cincinnati? Because they said, we'll pay you play. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> so, Fair oh, enough. There okay. you go. That's, that's that was full, the only one that gave full, me that option? Full ride. Uh, no, I got a couple other offers, uh, but it was none as big as Cincinnati and the Big East and BCS. <laughs> yeah, he did what, he, what you're supposed to okay. do. <laughs> so, but what, what, I, what I'm saying about LeBron is this city truly treated him as king. Oh, yeah. Anywhere, no, everywhere no. he went in the Cleveland metropolitan area, <laughs> you know, and surrounding counties. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I mean, he could do whatever he want when he wanted. He could do no wrong here besides I, leaving. I don't know if you, I don't know if you were, you probably weren't here when this story happened. But just to piggyback off of what you're saying, to show the power that LeBron had, LeBron got a player who wasn't even on his team booted out of Cleveland. Oh, you talking about Delonte? No, not Delonte. I'm talking about when he had the incident. Uh, oh, with you, you talk- Braylon Edwards. Yeah, Braylon Edwards. Yeah, LeBron they said, got into nah, a, they got into a fight. They got into a fight or some sort of altercation in a club in the flats. Yeah. Next thing you know, the Browns are getting – Yeah. <laughs> they traded Braylon Edwards. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, this dude had overwhelming power here in Cleveland. And for most of us regular people, that – why would you leave that? You have your poster, this iconic poster. Massive. Downtown Cleveland. Hanging up there for all to see. For everybody who comes to the city to see, so for that him to leave, that was the main attraction of the city in yeah, downtown. That's where it was where a tourist attraction. Everybody yeah. who's anybody came to Cleveland to take a picture in front of that, and for him to leave and leave all this, and it, there's got to be a plan. It's Bron's plan. <laughs> that's all I can say. It's Bron's plan because I don't know if it was God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Bron did this one on his own. Yeah, Bron did this one on his own, man. Because I for sure didn't. Even though people were like, he's going to leave, he's going to leave. I was like, nah, I mean, why would you leave this? It didn't make sense. Yeah, why would you leave yeah. this just on your, – you're repping for your hometown. Your hometown is always in contention every year since you've been back. Right. Why? But he left. It is what it is. People, time moves on, and so does your work schedule. You still have to go to work because whether or not Bron's here or not, he's not paying your bills. <laughs> so He might have been. <laughs> Think, think about the local economy, how it's going to be impacted. What if people lose their jobs now? I don't think it's it's jobs. going to be impacted. There's no doubt about that. But it's not 
It's not going to be doom and gloom. It's not the downtown Cleveland is not going to tank because LeBron doesn't play here anymore. There may be some some winter days where where it's kind of light. There, there might be some drop off, but I think you know. But it's not. I mean, the the city isn't going to collapse. I think he really did revitalize the city when he came back, and I think that this city is strong enough to keep that going. Absolutely. So a- absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, if you just look at the state of Cleveland and the state of downtown in particular, when he left the first time versus when he leaves now, it's totally different. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are 15,000 people that live in downtown Cleveland. There are a hundred thousand people that work in downtown Cleveland. There are all these restaurants, all of these, uh, all, all of these different venues, all these different things going on. Now the queue is renovating itself right now. The, uh, the convention center was a dump when LeBron left the first time. We have a brand new convention center with the Hilton Hotel next to it. The 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 flats, the East Bank of the Flats. Mm-hmm. You can't. It took me twenty five minutes to get from West Ninth Street into the flats because it was bumper to bumper traffic. This this was like two weeks ago. You know what I mean? So Cleveland's going to be okay. Are you? Is there going to be a hit? Yeah, there's going to be a hit. Of course, but it's not. The city isn't going to collapse. So speaking of earlier, let's say, let's see, you just said collapsing earlier. CJ, you said life goes on. Uh, we got to move on. So the Cavs got to move on without LeBron. Darvio, what's next for the Cavs? So one of the things that I've been seeing that I'm really relieved by is Kobe Altman came out and said that they're not going to tank. Uh, Tyron Lue said that they're not going to tank. Kobe Altman also and came out and committed to a young team. Yes, but I am excited about that aspect of it because of the fact that for a couple of reasons. One, everybody always says when you lose a superstar, you have to tank. That that's, what, that's the only way that you can rebuild if you're not a L.A. or a New York or whatever, even though the Knicks have been tanking and rebuilding for the last 10 years. So, is it tanking if you keep doing it? <laughs> well, and or is see, it just being consistent? Well, and see, that's the, that's the thing. The, the thing about tanking, and CJ, I would love for, for your, uh, when we get to you for your, for your opinion on this as well. When I've seen people in the NBA, I've seen opposing uh, GMs say, Tanking or losing on purpose, for those of you who don't know what tanking is, losing on purpose creates a losing culture and it makes it very difficult to develop the players that you do get. And if you end up with a star or a superstar, many of them, you're going to have a hard time keeping them there because they're not going to want to continue to play in an environment where everybody knows you're losing on purpose. So that's one of the reasons why I am dead set against tanking in this situation. Number two, the Cavs, I don't believe the Cavs have to. When LeBron left the first time, they had to tank because that team sucked. You know what I'm saying? It was like Jamario Moon and Antoine Jameson. Anthony Parker. Anthony Parker. Whose sister is a better baller than he is. (laughs) Shout out to Candace Parker and the Tennessee Volunteer alumni. He is so disrespectful. But <laughs> so that that team sucked. And when you have a team that's that bad, you have to tank. But when I look at the Cavaliers, I'm very high on Colin Sexton. Harry Lyles Jr., who was on this show from SB Nation, said that he believes that Colin Sexton has the has the talent to be a perennial all star in this league. OK, I I am higher on Kevin Love than most people. Are. And I also told you all that we needed to take Colin Sexton, by the way. I need my, my you didn't say that on the air, though. So there's no receipts. <laughs> so you just gonna sit here and not like? Admit. I don't. No, to be honest with you, I do not remember a hundred percent. I don't remember you saying that. I think it's I not may on the have air, said so. it on air. Actually, all right. Well, well, look. I'm gonna if go you look. Got the, if you got the, if receipts, I gotta pull receipts, I'm pulling receipts because pull, I, I said I wanted us to take Colin Sex. Pull the receipts. Well, I I, I think it's a really good pick. Um, Seti Osman. I've been watching. I've been watching whatever Seti Chetty Osman. Whatever. Balling uh, out there in the FIBA championships. Yes, and balling out in the summer league. One of the things that I look the the whole purpose of summer league to me is you want to see the players that are going to be important on your team look way better than the players that they're playing against in the summer league, and that's what we've been seeing with Osman. That's what we've been seeing with Ante Zizic. Zidget, however you say it. And that's also, to a lesser extent, because he's young, what we've been seeing with Colin. So I think they have a really, they have a good team. 
So you don't have to tank. I I love Larry Dance Jr. I think he has a great game. He was just doing an interview talking about how he's he has a, a pretty decent shot, and now he's trying to extend his range to the three-point. If you get Larry Nance shooting threes, that dude becomes completely even more dynamic than he than he already is now. So in this situation with the talent that's still on this team, and I think Cleveland fans are not as high on the talent as they should be because we're judging them based off of how they played in the playoffs. And I think that's unfair because most of these guys, the Larry Nances, the Rodney Hoods, the Jordan Clarks, they hadn't been to the playoffs before, let alone competing for a championship. So I'm interested to see what they look like in this situation, in this environment, and when they know that they're trying to go win every game. And to me, that's more valuable than getting a draft pick that you may end up uh, using on another Anthony Bennett anyway. I'm excited about Chetty Osmond. Just watching him over there in the FIBA championships, I'm like, damn, why didn't Ty Lue play this kid more? Like, I get he was LeBron's backup at small forward, but still, like, LeBron had, like, the most minutes ever in his career. You could have sat LeBron and let this kid get some more in-game experience. LeBron does not like playing with rookies. That, so that's only, if LeBron that's only is him. resting and getting minutes, he's not playing with him. He's sitting down on the bench to get some rest. I no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm just telling you how how LeBron's teams function. They never give a lot of, when he's on the team. You they never play rookies and young Which players. Which is stupid. Much. I agree. I agree. But that's just how they do it. LeBron's playing. <laughs> um, Larry Nance, I like him too. He has some potential. Rodney Hood, you know, without LeBron, I think he can go back to being 16 points a, a game. 15, 16-point-a-game player. Although I did hear rumors that there's somebody might be making a qualifying offer on him. Yeah, well, the Cavs have said that they would match, so they're probably going to match no ma- unless somebody, like, gives him the max or something. Then I, I, I don't know if you give Rodney Hood re- the max. I really but. like uh, Colin Saxon. That's who I wanted the Cavs to draft because um, I felt like – with or without LeBron, he was the right choice. Um, and the biggest thing that we needed last year that we haven't had since Kyrie was traded was a point guard. It was competent point guard play. Right. And I want you, for any of those of you out there, Cavs fans, or fans of the league in general, who may not watch college basketball, if you want to get familiar with Colin Sexton, I want you to go, up, go on YouTube and look up Alabama versus Minnesota 3-on-5. There was, there was some type of injury in the beginning of the game. Took one of the Alabama guys out. Then there was a brawl that broke out, which got people kicked out of the game. And then whole bench, like right. <laughs> it literally then went to Alabama had three players left, and it was five on three the rest of the game. And when that started, they were down in double digits, and then they only wound up losing by like a single digits. He almost brought the game. He almost won the and game, and they almost by beat them himself. three on five. Like, dude is has the potential to be a monster. Absolutely, totally agree. So I'm excited about that. Um, so we'll see. Um, I'm going to wait for CJ to give his thoughts, and then Darvio and I made an agreement, and I am going to put it on air, um, of a way-too-early prediction that I have. We'll all do way-too-early predictions. All right, so CJ, your thoughts. Where do the Cavs go from here? Also, um, I wanted to get your opinion, too. Don't forget about uh, the benefits or not benefits of tanking from a player's perspective. If you're playing on a team that you know is trying to lose on purpose, what does that do to the, to the psyche of the team? Uh, as far as that goes, uh, I don't believe in it, period. There's, there's no – anytime, especially at the professional level, anytime you go out there on that field, on that ice, on that court, on that uh, golf fairway, whatever, <laughs> you don't go out there to tank. All right? You go out there to win. You play to win. Tanking is just – that's not in vocabulary. Now, you can tank by, like, choking at the end of a game. Yes, that happens. Uh, but, yeah, tanking on purpose – Definitely what you said, it, it starts to promote a losing atmosphere and it starts to make your players not really care. You know, and then you can and then the fans can see that. And if the players don't care, the fans don't care, and then the fans don't show up. And then now you're looking foolish on national television when you only got two thousand people in a twenty thousand seat arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I have to say about that. Tanking as for the birds, don't do that. Um as far as the Cavs. Here's something for Cleveland fans to be excited about is you now have, yes, a young team, but you have a young team that just went to the NBA Finals and that has some experience now and that has some good talent coming in and some good talent returning. So 
you can actually be kind of optimistic about what you have here. I mean, it's a chance to grow with this team again and a, a chance to possibly get on a journey that will be spectacular by the end of the year. So uh, I'm not giving them – I'm not saying that they're going to be blowing teams out of the water, but you you might see some things out of these young guys that you have not seen from past teams as far as energy, as far as hunger to win, as far as passion for the game, as far as camaraderie. That's stuff that you kind of get when you get these new teams because they get a chance to grow and play together instead of, you know, having to – uh, operate around one central superstar. And they're 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 going to be motivated to have something to prove, right? Wouldn't you in that situation if the whole world is saying your best player left because you suck, wouldn't that motivate you to prove people wrong? Exactly. Now, and now it's my time. You know, it's it's my time to shine. It's my time to get to get this team going. And you know what? When you have a team full of guys who who buy into each other and the system, you got a dangerous team right there. That's when you hear uh the saying the best team wins. Those are usually the best teams that win. They're guys that buy into each other and what the team goal or, or uh, main achievement or accomplishment that they want to get to, uh, the teams, the guys that buy into that. So look forward to be, be positive, Cleveland. Uh, you might, they might surprise you. They might surprise you. All right, so to end the show, we're going to do a, a quick way too early prediction on what the Cavs um, win record might may or may not be. Now, here's our stipulations. Originally, this was only going to be for me, but I'm going to put it for all three of us. All three of y'all. All three of y'all. So we're doing a way too early prediction that we do reserve the right to, we have up until one hour before the uh, tip-off of the very first regular season game starts. So before any regular season action happens, we reserve the right to change our prediction up until that last, that an hour before tip-off. So, with that being said, Darvio, I assume, since this was my idea, you want me to go first. Yep. Darvio called me crazy for this, and he thinks I'm absolutely wrong. As of right now, I'm saying the Cavs are going to have 30 wins or less. So, we got, we got to a big debate, a conversation slash argument about this uh, a few days ago. Um, the thing about it is I feel like he's underselling the Cavs and undervaluing the Cavs. My number is not that far off, but in the East, you can make the play. You can be under 500 and make the playoffs. So my prediction Which is, is said. my prediction is that the Cavaliers are going to win between 35 and 38 games. And if they hit the 30, the 38 mark between 37 and 38, they will squeak into the playoffs. That's my prediction as of right now. Oh, my. Uh, so, I didn't know about this. I didn't know we were doing this. So, what <laughs> I'm going to do is something that contestants on The Price is Right do, and that's go one above Darvio. So, 36 to 49 <laughs> is my – I mean, 36 to 39. Did I say 49? You you, yes, you did. Maybe I'm that dang confident. <laughs> okay. No, okay. Dad, don't ever question me again. <laughs> On that note, okay, thirty, thirty. What was it? Thirty-six. I said 39. thirty. I said thirty, thirty between thirty-five and thirty-eight. So thirty-six to thirty. Yep, thirty-six, thirty-nine. Final offer. <laughs> All right. Well, we gotta go. We'll see you back here on Necessary Roughness next week, same time, same place. Y'all Peace. come back now. You're here. You're here. The FCB Radio Network, first class broadcasting worldwide. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.